I saw you today at the reception, and I said you can't always podcast what you wanted, but if you try sometimes, you get the Harlan Highway, oh yeah, yeah you do, you got the Harlan Highway right here and right to Chanow, ha <laughs> ha. Welcome, I'm Harlan Williams, glad you could be here. If your day's going good, it's just about to get great, because we have a hell of a show, man. We're going to be talking about your DNA. Yeah, you got some. Uh, we're going to be talking about chocolate. We're going to be talking about what scares gay people, if you can believe it. We're going to the celebrity racetrack today. We have some incredible celebrities <laughs> lined up. Packed into the chute, ready to run down the track and give it their all. It's going to be incredible. We have uh, a big discussion about action figures. When do you draw the line at action figures? Are there some uh, characters that are suitable and some that aren't? And then sadly, this idiot Timmy King is here to do some campfire songs for us, which I'm forced to do. But you're not forced. You're here by will, aren't you? Right here at the Harland Highway! Welcome to the Harland Highway. You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. <laughs> Man, keep it going. Love the show. You're hilarious. My blanket, my blue blanket. Give me my blue blanket. Fasten your seatbelt. You're riding down the Harland Highway. It's the Harland Highway. Have you checked the children? Hi, this is Harland Williams with a Harland Williams update. Yes, I finally did it. I went in and got a DNA test, people. Good news. Turns out I'm me. Just a Harland Williams update. Here on the Harland Highway. Ah, yes. Good old-fashioned DNA. Isn't it weird that we all have something called DNA? Isn't it even weirder that they figured it out? It's like uh, all microscopic and stuff. And isn't it weird that it's everywhere? You ever see uh, one of those news specials where they, they take a blanket off a hotel room bed, like a comfortable, whatever they're called, <laughs> and they put the blue light across it, and there's like uh, pee and poo and love juice and <laughs> Kentucky Fried Chicken gravy and... Blood, sweat, ugh, those blankets. It's like it's like uh, it's like checking into a hotel and uh, asking the bartender to bring his dirty bar rag up and drape it across your bed and keep you warm at night. And that's at a nice hotel. Can you imagine the stuff that's in a uh, in a blanket at <laughs> like a a dirty uh, roadside motel, a motel six, seven, eight, or nine. Can you imagine the stuff that's in there? The DNA. There's probably like caramel and soup, manatee oil. Oh God, trucker grease. 
Oil rig worker sweat. <laughs> oh, Lord Jesus, thank you for the DNA. Attention shoppers, we have a special on lawn chairs in the garden section. We have a special on lawn chairs in aisle five in the garden department. Looks like Walmart has decided to sell Jesus action figures. What a treat that is, huh? I don't know. I mean, all due respect to the Son of God, being in the Bible and walking the earth and giving his body and soul for the sins of mankind. That's all fine and dandy. Okay, good. Thank you, Jesus. But I don't know that I want to go to Walmart and take my kid to the toy section and have my kid choose between G.I. Joe, my trick pony, a Spider-Man doll, or Lord Christ, the Shepherd of God. What would you like to play with, Billy? Um, can I have um, the Incredible Hulk doll, please? No, that's too violent. Um, can I have the Smurfs? No, they're all blue, Timmy. Um, how about some G.I. Joe dolls? No. Well, then I don't want anything. Yes, you do. How about Lord Savior, Son of God? No, thanks. Billy, you're going to go to hell if you don't get this doll. Okay, I'll take it. Ah! Ah! What are you going to do with a Jesus action figure? I mean, don't take this the wrong way if you're religious, but what are you going to do? Reenact the uh, miracles? Tommy, go outside and make your Jesus doll walk across the swimming pool. Go out there. You're annoying your father. I don't know. What, what's he going to do? Hey, hey uh, Steve, watch this, man. Look at my action doll, uh, Jesus Christ here. Uh, watch this. Okay, look, he's got like... One loaf of bread and one thing of water. And like, whoops, I pull this out and he's got seven loaves of bread and seven fish. These are the accessories that come with my action figure. All right, man, you're telling me uh, loaves of bread and fish are the accessories? My G.I. Joe has a shoulder rocket launcher, uh, 12 grenades, and two machine guns. Oh, yeah? Well, what's he do on Palm Sunday? All right, you got me there. I don't know. I don't want to wake up on Sunday morning and see my kids in the sandbox reenacting the crucifixion. How about a Tonka truck and some Lego, okay? I just don't know how you play gently with the Son of God. Jesus Christ. That's the name of the doll. I wasn't being blasphemous. That's That's the Jesus Christ doll. Yeah, it's no surprise that there is a Jesus Christ action figure doll. In fact, isn't there an action figure doll for anything now? When I was a kid growing up, man, you had like G.I. Joe and the girls had Raggedy Ann and that was about it, you know? And then maybe like maybe in like the late 70s, the Star Wars action figures came along. But now you go to, like, a nerdy comic book store, you can probably find an action figure of yourself. Okay, that's how many action figures there are out there. 
I went to a, a nerdy comic book shop the other day, and uh, I had an action figure of my Auntie Flo, my Uncle Bert, and my mom and dad. And they had a little, like, picnic table, and I took them home, and they had a picnic, and they started eating and farting, and it was a riot. It's like playing dollhouse. No, they weren't really there. But what I'm saying is, you know, almost any movie in existence has an action figure. I mean, there's there's Freddy, there's Jason, there's uh, Degrassi High, there's, uh, you know, Wayne's World, there's... Uh, you know, Austin Powers, there's Spider-Man, there's Texas Chainsaw, there's Josie and the Pussycats, there's Beverly Hills 902101507329462946 or whatever the hell it is. <laughs> They've got an action figure for everything, man. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if somewhere out there there's like a JFK action figure, right? And a Ronald Reagan action figure and a uh, Abraham Lincoln action figure. You, you know, you buy the whole assassination kit, right? Reenact uh, the violent demise of uh, famous presidents. And it's funny they're called action figures because in reality, you, you know, most collectors, what they do is they buy them and they stand them on the shelf and they never move. How much action is there in in that? Maybe they just got to change the name to, like, figures. And the hardcore collectors of these things, they don't even take them out of the box. Like, oh, I can't take them out of the box. That that breaches the, uh, you know, the, the whole uh, thing, the whole ambiance. Every, you, you open the box, you can't penetrate the box. That compromises the action figure. Most people want the box more. I, in fact, I throw the action figures in the garbage. The box is worth a fortune if you just hold on to it for 75 years. <laughs> right? You ever see these losers that hang on to their toys till they're like 90? If I don't take it out of the box, let's see, I'm 12 now. When I turn 90, I could get $700 for this Winnie the Pooh salt and pepper shaker. I'm a genius. I'll get an extra $800 just in time for my stroke. <laughs> so if you're going to buy an action figure, put it into action. Do stuff with it. Take it with you. Take it out to dinner with you. Put it on the table. Dump its head in your cereal bowl. Put it in the washing machine. Flush it around in the toilet. You know, let the Wolverine swirl around in your toilet. Give them some action, man. Do something. If not, you just got a figure. And there you go. I rest my case. I got to go get my She-Hulk and my... Uh, my Thor doll, and I'm going to make him have a whoopee. I'm going to put him in my bed and get the action going with my action figures. Yeah! <laughs> 
Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Charles Parsley, and welcome to the Holland Highway Celebrity Racetrack. What a wonderful matching we have today. Matthew McConaughey, movie star in Gate 4. We have Howie Mandel, game show host in Gate 3. Actor Mel Gibson on the track today. And Lindsay Lohan in Gate 7. They're jostling in the gate. They're getting ready, awaiting that bell to ring. They're all fired. And there's the bell. There's the bell. And they're off. They're off. They're running down the track. Matthew McConaughey out in the lead. No surprise with his athletic form. He's streaming down the track and he starts ripping off his shirt. He's tearing away his shirt and he's stopping to flex his abdomen muscles at the crowd. He's pointing to his six-pack. Howie Mandel seems petrified. He doesn't want to seem to make contact with the track. He doesn't like the dirt and the mud on the track. He's a germaphobe. He won't touch the track. He's jumping up and down as if he's dancing on the sun. Afraid of every contact he makes with the dirt on the track. And Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay Lohan making progress. She races past the topless Matthew McConaughey. She And wait a minute. The police have ran out. The police have ran out and grabbed Lindsay Lohan. She's being arrested on the spot. Bill Gibson takes advantage of this lull. He runs past. He's streaming past, drinking a beer and drinking tequila shots. He runs past, but he's circling back. He's circling back to the young starlet, Lindsay Lohan. He can't resist. He punches her in the face. He punches Lindsay Lohan in the face because that's what he likes to do. And now he keeps going. Lindsay Lohan has posted bail. She's been freed by the police. She's back on the track. She's back in this race, ladies and gentlemen. She's thundering down the track. Matthew McConaughey actually laying on his belly, letting his pectoral muscles roll him down the track like an inchworm. His massive six-pack, his abdomen, pulling him along like an inchworm. And here comes Mel Gibson again. He's pulling up behind Lindsay Lohan, who's just been arrested again. She's been arrested again. Lindsay Lohan and Mel Gibson's run by and punched her in the face again, and the police have arrested Mel Gibson. That leaves Howie Mandel, who's afraid to touch anything. Howie Mandel has jumped up onto the railing, and it looks like it's going to be Matthew McConaughey crossing with his abdomen muscles. Matthew McConaughey wins by a country mile as Howie Mandel is still at the starting gate, trying not to touch the ground. A wonderful day of races here at the Holland Highway Celebrity Racetrack. Hopefully we'll see you next time. I'm Charles Parsley. Enjoy your day. Hey, Alan, what's going on? I do agree with your, I guess, uh, immigrant situation. But you don't use the word illegal. Illegal is nothing but a sick bird. It's unlawful, alien. That's it. If you feel you have reached this... I'm sorry, but the person you called has a voicemail box. Okay, I've been told. I can't use a certain term. All right, I get it. Well, as you know, we get lots of your phone calls here, which I love. And I respect your points of view, your opinions, your ideas. And uh, it doesn't matter to me. You can agree or disagree with me. I... I will gladly put uh, your comments up on the show. And um, this next call, I got to play it for you because I love it. This is a uh, this is a young lady who uh, loves the show, loves the Harland Highway. 
And uh, I loved it that she called, but she uh, called and left a really long message. It was almost five minutes long of all the different things she liked. <laughs> and uh, I, I wanted you folks to hear it because I, I appreciate her, uh, you know, taking the time. But what I'm going to do is I'm just going to take uh, a lot of her points and cut the phone call down so that it doesn't take five minutes. So, uh here we go. Here's a uh, call from a really big fan, Sarah. Hey, Harlan. This is Sarah. I'm calling from Chicago. Just wanted to tell you I love your podcast. I listen to it at work almost every day, and uh, and it's disgusting. You make me laugh out loud, and I don't care. It's great. But anyways, but, um, you're just a goofy guy, but listening to all these uh, podcasts, you're extremely insightful, and it's very surprising. Hilarious and uh, intelligent, but man, I love all the, the topics. I think they're disgusting, so there you go. Um, I think you're talking about what were you talking about? Sorry, I'm walking home. I'm in the middle of traffic. It's probably not a good idea. Biggest bullshit in the world. Oh, and then also the handicap thing, like Home Depot. Seriously, you're bringing such great topics to the table. Cinnamon Boy. Oh, Dr. Ascot, he's definitely my favorite. <laughs> Anyways, I'm going to go. This is a long enough message. Keep up the good work. I love everything you're doing. So there you go. Have, have fun, my friend. Chicken chow made. I love it. Bye. <laughs> so there you go. Sarah, her five-minute message cut down. And uh, thank you so much. A great message. It was full of heaps and praise. And uh, I'm glad it uh, brings some happiness, some chuckles to your life. That's what we're all about right here at the Harland Highway. Keep those calls coming. You know the number, 323-215-1486. There's nothing like the face of a kid eating a Hershey bar. Oh, man, my energy's a little low. I, uh... I better uh, eat a. I better eat a chocolate bar. Oh. You're feeling a little sluggish, so you go get a chocolate bar. What the hell is a chocolate bar? Think about what a chocolate bar is, man. It's just this big lump of liquid and solid sugar. It's just a giant chunk. Imagine going into a restaurant. Sitting down at the table, go, my energy's low. You grab the little sugar dispenser, you know the one you pour in your coffee. You twist the lid off and just open your mouth and ah, la, 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 mm, sugar. Ah, la, la. You turn into like Homer Simpson, man. Mmm, sugar. Isn't that what a chocolate bar is, really? I mean, God love them. I love them. Ants love them. We all love them. Well, think about what the hell you're jamming in your gob hole when you eat one of those, man. And I love the names. Mars Bar. <laughs> like, okay, uh, someone from outer space whipped me up some chocolate. I need a Mars Bar. Kit Kat. What the hell? Milky Way. I gotta go through a Milky Way to get to the Mars Bar, okay, Kit Kat? What'd you call me? Kit Kat. Oh, mind if I go to Mars with you? Oh. Chocolate bars sound more like CB handles. Yeah, this is Kit Kat. Now we're coming down the big 55 on uh, 10 Fork. 
Yeah, go ahead, Kit Kat. This is Milky Way. Come back. 10-9, buddy. Your big buddy. Bars Bar. Sounds like a name a celebrity would call his kid. Gwyneth Paltrow just had a new baby. Oh, really? What's its name? Mars. Isn't that Bruce Willis's kid's name? No, that's Frank Zappa's. Oh, okay. You mean Moon Unit? No, I mean Apple. Huh? You're riding home with Harlan Williams, the Harlan Highway. Who killed the Witch of the East? Was it you? No. No, it was an accident. I didn't mean to kill anybody. Well, my little pretty, I can cause accidents too. Ooh, that scary witch from the Wizard of Oz, right? Here's something that is uh, so gay, you're going to find out about the gays. Okay? And when I say gay, I really do mean gay. Check this out, all right? I'm over at uh, work. I'm doing uh, doing some uh, cartoon voices. And when you do the cartoon voices, sometimes you have the whole cast in the room. And I was doing a voice, and uh, I got to the session a little early, and I was sitting out in the waiting room with one of the other voice actors, a fine young gentleman. And uh, I did not know the, that he was gay or he was straight. I just, I didn't know. So we're just sitting there talking, and um, we got to talking about, like, scary movies. And I was like, oh, man, yeah, I love scary movies. And then I asked him, I said, when you were a kid, did you get scared of the Wicked Witch of the West in The Wizard of Oz? Because she terrified me. And he was like, oh, no, I loved her. And I go, what do you mean? He goes, well, you know, the gays. I'm like, excuse me? And he goes, well, you know, the gays love the Wicked Witch of the West. I go, are you serious? She goes, oh, yeah, the gay." I go, what do you mean the gays love the, the Wicked Witch of the West? She goes, well, she didn't scare us because we just saw her as a strong woman figure. And I was like, What? Whoa, 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 whoa. What do you mean? I said, does that mean all the gay guys weren't scared of the Wicked Witch of the West? He goes, no, not really. I mean, if you want to find out if your little boy is gay or straight, just put him in front of that movie, The Wizard of Oz. And if he's not frightened by the witch, he's gay. (laughs) And I was howling. I was like, wait a minute. I didn't realize there was like a difference between gay people and straight people when it came to being scared in the movies. Now, keep in mind, this is all coming from him, a gay guy, and he's speaking for the whole gay community. I'm, I'm saying, wait a minute, does this go on with the whole gay community? He goes, yeah, pretty much. Like, wow, I did not know that. So I guess that could be a possible test, according to him, to see if your uh, your child is gay. If the if the uh, wicked witch of the west scares the crap out of them, I'll get you, my pretty, and your little dog too. <laughs> ah! Okay, if your kid does that, he's straight. And if your kid goes berserk and falls in love with uh, the wicked witch of the west, your kid's gay. It's all right. You can get up. She's gone. So there you go. I don't know if that's of interest to anybody. I just thought it was fascinating. It never occurred to me that there was a division when it came to fear, when it came to monsters, when it came to scary things, 
that someone who's gay would be frightened by something completely different from someone who's straight. Huh. <laughs> I, I don't know if this, uh, this uh, study is scientific in any way. I'm just going of, of what this uh, young uh, gay gentleman told me. And so there you go. Um, you learn something new every gay day. You stay out of this, Brenda, or I'll fix you as well. Oh, my God. That bitch rocks. That bitch rocks my world. Oh. It's true. I can't attend you here and now as I'd like. But just try to stay out of my way. Just try. Oh, God. Come on. Do I really have to do this? What? This is, Roger, this is ridiculous. Sorry, I can't hear you. Your headphones are... Oh, God. Okay. Let's get it over with. <laughs> uh, okay. Every now and then, my producer, Roger King, <laughs> forces me to have his kid in here to sing campfire songs of all the stupid things. <laughs> Like, we all need to know campfire songs, right? So let's get them in here and let's get it over with. Come on in, Timmy. Timmy King, everybody. Hey, how's it going? It's going good. Are you ready? Hey, don't push me. Well, I want to get this over with. Yeah, well, up yours. Hey. Well? What? Up yours. God. What are you going to sing? Take it easy, lumberjack. What lumberjack? Up yours! Come on! What? Hurry up and sing! All right, we're gonna sing a campfire song. Okay, we'll sing it, you knob. What's that mean? N nothing. Now, whatever it meant, up yours! Look, kid, what are you gonna sing? I'm gonna be singing. She'll be coming round the mountain. Okay, a standard campfire classic. Good. Let's get it over with. Okay, ready? One, can you count me in? No, I'm not going to count you in. Come on, you just have to count to three. No. Well, then up yours three times. Up yours, up yours, up yours. All right, I'll count you in. One, two, one, two, three. She'll be coming around the mountain when she comes. She'll be riding six white horses when she comes. All right, enough. I'm not finished. Yeah, you are. I'm not finished. Let me finish. All right, hurry up and finish. And that's why you'll be giving me shattered dreams. Shattered dreams. I wish that I could run away. What are you doing? Shattered dreams. Run away. There's nothing. Stop singing shattered dreams, kid. Up yours. You're supposed to be singing campfire songs. I was. Shattered Dreams is not a campfire song, kid. That's why I need to run away. Run away. Give me some bongo drums. Knock it off. Stop. Stop the bongo drums. Unbelievable. What's the matter with you? Can I do one more? No. I'm going to or I'll tell my father. Oh, God. Good Lord. Come on, kid. Do another one. What the heck is it this time? Kumbaya, my lord. Kumbaya. Kumbaya, my lord. Kumbaya. All right, that's enough. Oh, Lord. Kumbaya. Good, you're finished.
No, I'm not. I have one more. What is it? The bigger, the better. Oh, lies, 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 yeah. What are you doing? We're out to get you. Lies, 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 yeah. Stop it. They're going to get you. Lies, lies. Stop it. Get out of here. Take it easy. It's just campfire songs. Lies, lies, lies is not a campfire song. Well, now look what you've done. What have I done? You've gone ahead and given me shattered dreams, shattered dreams. I wish that I could run away. Get out of here. Run away. Get out. Up yours. Up yours. Get out of here. What a giant jumbo-sized jackass that kid is. I won't mind if I never see him again. Up yours. Get out. Ugh. Oh, okay. Well, let's uh, get down to business. We're at the end of the show here, so let's get down to brass tacks, shall we? Um, let's see now. Uh, Christmas is coming. Don't forget to check into our store at harlowilliams.com for all kinds of uh, presents to put under the tree and into the stocking stuffers, man. Um, we get all kinds of great gifts at the harlowilliams.com store, DVDs, t-shirts, books. It's all about bringing the gift of laughter. Um, also, uh, don't forget to check out the, uh, the website, fudgyfilm.com, uh, fudge, fudgefilm.com. What the hell? I don't even know my own website. Fudgefilm.com has all the information about, uh, my new movie, my indie movie, Fudgy Wudgy Fudge Face. And um, don't forget, you can get the show free at Stitcher, Stitcher Radio. Um, and I should mention, too, if you're up in the Seattle area, I'm going to be doing stand-up comedy uh, December 9th through the 11th at the Dome. Uh, you can go to harlowilliams.com. Check on my comedy schedule for tickets and showtimes and all that magical stuff. Um, it should be a blast. It's my last live show before the end of the year. Unless you're in Pittsburgh for New Year's Eve, I will be doing the Pittsburgh Improv for New Year's Eve, but uh, that kind of bleeds into the new year, so... Technically, this is my full uh, last show, the one up in Seattle at the Dome um, in early December. So check it out. Um, and thank you, thank you, thank you for being here. Hope you had fun today on the Harland Highway. Love having you here as we get ready for the holidays. Um, and uh, we will be doing our annual Christmas parade down the Harland Highway with John and John as we get closer to the big day. But until then, we're still in this day and uh, have time, time here to say goodbye. And so until next time, my friends, chicken chow mein, baby. Sorry, I'm walking home. I'm in the middle of traffic. Probably not a good idea. Hi, Harlan. Thank you for the hug. It was great. I laughed my ass off. And thank you for the laughs. You have a great one. Biggest bullshit in the world.